Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, we're really excited to have you with us today. We are back. Maddie is joining me again, so oh. she's not taking off another week, guys. Finally, she we... She won't let me. No, I won't let her. It just works so back. hard all the time. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm just kidding. No, her voice still... You kind of sound a little dry, Congested. like, you know. Yeah. yeah. But so do I. I don't know. This, like, it's cold weird. stuff it's has like been... Yeah. hung on mm-hmm. like crazy. It's weird. It, it really is. It's weird. Because usually we have colds for, like, literally two days because we, you know, like pound the vitamins and do all the stuff yeah. we're supposed to do. And that takes care of it really quickly. But I am going on what, like three weeks of yeah. just sounding bad, but I don't feel sick at all. And I'm not. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so excuse our voices if they sound a little different. That's why. But we're really excited for this episode because y'all helped us hit 8,000 downloads mm-hmm. on the show. While we were in Williamsburg, we checked on like a Wednesday or Thursday, I forget what day it was, while we were there and we realized that we had hit 8,000 downloads mm-hmm. and we're just so thrilled to see that because we weren't sure when it would happen. It was kind of like, you know, maybe we could hit it soon. We don't know. Yeah. And you guys just went crazy and downloaded those past couple episodes that we had done prior to Williamsburg. And we are just so excited to continue sharing truth-filled episodes like we do every single Monday here on the show. We talk about Christianity. We talk about how to get serious about Jesus in practical everyday life, right? It doesn't have to be complicated. It's not like we're all living on vacation every single week and we Mm -hmm. can just be perfect Christians because we don't have to work. We don't have to do school. We don't have to, you know, do the day-to-day life things that can sometimes be um, an inconvenience, can sometimes be annoying, can sometimes affect our attitudes if we're being honest. And so we just want to talk a little bit today about our Williamsburg trip for our 8,000 download special. Mm -hmm. But just keep in mind that this is not something that we do every single episode, okay? Like, our life is not a constant vacation. We don't just constantly get to do this stuff. This was, I I think this was, like, the first vacation we had taken in a few years. Yeah. I don't really... It's been a while for, like, an actual vacation. Obviously, we go camping and stuff on Mm -hmm. holiday weekends. But, yeah, this is the first, like, official vacation since... It's got to be like 2018 or something because we went to Myrtle Beach for a week in the camper and that was like the last, I think, official vacation that we took without like doing any kind of, I mean, we still do ministry obviously Mm -hmm. everywhere we go, but like, you know, not to go to a church to help them out or something like that that we're used to doing. So that was pretty fun. We took this trip to Williamsburg for my, what I'm calling senior trip. I don't know what else people would call it. But mom and dad asked me before I graduated what I wanted to do. I just thought, you know what? Why not take a trip? I always love traveling. I always love doing that stuff. Maddie, not so much. (laughs) She does like it when we get there, but like the whole getting there is a little tough sometimes. But we got the travel um, part of traveling. Yeah, she doesn't like stresses me out like crazy. (laughs) So, especially with the camper, because it's like so much could go wrong and you're just going to be like stranded on the road and, you know, all these things. Don't stop talking about it. You're giving me anxiety. (laughs) Luckily, 
luckily our dad is great at all that stuff like he can fix anything and so like most people would have to call somebody and he'd be like no I can fix it you know we'd be going in like another hour anyway so uh we digress I decided that I wanted to take a trip for my senior trip. Yeah, that, that's right. A I trip to- <laughs> for your senior trip. <laughs> I wanted to take a trip to celebrate graduation and stuff. Mm-hmm. And mom and I have been wanting to go to Williamsburg, Virginia for years and years and years. It yeah. was the very first place. I told Maddie this before we went. I believe that Williamsburg was the very first place that I like fell in love with in a book. If any of you girls are listening, younger girls, um, <laughs> you probably already know what we're. I talking know probably. About. American Girl came out with Felicity, a character that you know they had, and I had read all of her books. I did not have the doll until many years later. Our mm-hmm. aunt actually gave Maddie Molly, and I got Felicity. Anyway, so I didn't have the doll or anything, but I had read all of her books and just fell in love with it at she maybe the age of like seven or eight, I think. And I just absolutely loved it. And that's like the first series or book that I remember just absolutely loving. And Felicity's story took place in Williamsburg during the Revolutionary War. So I just thought that that was absolutely amazing because that's Mm -hmm. like how I fell in love with that time period and all that stuff. And I have loved like studying American history ever since. And that's just become like a passion of mine. And all of us really enjoy that kind of stuff. So I knew that it wouldn't just be like a trip that I enjoyed, but that all Mm -hmm. of us would really like going and seeing all the things there. And I didn't realize how much historical, informational, educational stuff that they had there, that they had turned it into a place where there were museums and all these things. Like I knew that they had, you know, old houses and different things where you could go in and see how like a gunsmith would have operated during the 18th century and that kind of thing. And so it was just cool to see how much they have made that area like educational Mm -hmm. but it's not like this boring let's go on a school trip kind of thing you know it was just a really fun place to vacation honestly and Mm -hmm. because we were able to take the camper I think it made it that much better because we were like comfortable and we could go back to the camper and just hang out um we only got to have a campfire like one of the nights because we had been getting back so late but it was just really cool to go and see everything there Mm -hmm. and to learn so much and I'll let Maddie share more about like the characters and stuff because that was one of I think the key memories that we made Mm -hmm. while there and yeah anyway so talk about whatever you want from the trip what was like your I guess maybe highlight or something that you Mm -hmm. really really loved well I mean lots of you are probably listening and thinking like that does not sound like vacation because (laughs) other people you know go to the beach or whatever and they don't do anything for seven days but that's not how the Hobbs family <laughs> operates. So when we go on vacations, like, we just you know, go to celebrate Lily being done with learning and school and that kind of thing, <laughs> for the most part, you know, we went to go learn more things. Yeah. So, uh, and now this has just launched us into like a whole new thing of yeah. wanting to just read all the books that we have about the Revolutionary War and stuff. Right. Which, I mean, we have been like Revolutionary War buffs mm-hmm. kind of for a long time. It's always been something that we've been very interested in. Yeah. We focused on it a lot in our homeschool stuff, which mm-hmm. mom and Lily talked about last week. But yeah, it was just a really interesting place. And the whole entire week, us three girls were just all like, oh. Can't believe we were real. born in the wrong time period, yeah. the wrong century. And I mean, it was just beautiful. And luckily, mm. we had really good weather and that kind of thing. That yes, was really I was going nice. to talk about that. So, 
later on, well, not really later on in the week before oh, we even left. I, I know. Yeah, here was another cause for me to have yeah, anxiety. anxiety. One of our aunts, who's like literally 90 years old, she's mm-hmm. calling our dad and she's like, are you watching the weather right now? What are you guys thinking going to Virginia during yeah. this time? And we're like, what are you talking about and all these things? So dad gets, you know, on the weather app and looks at stuff and he's like, oh my goodness, I guess Hurricane Ian is supposed to hit Florida on whatever day it was yeah. while we were in Williamsburg. And we're like, oh, it'll be fine. You know, we'll just go and see mm-hmm. how it how it goes. And so we went. We just do that because mm-hmm. that's yeah. a great idea. So we end up leaving and dad's watching the weather and all these different things. And I forget what day exactly. We need to figure out all this timing. Mm-hmm. We should have figured this out before we started recording, but whatever. Whatever day Hurricane Ian made landfall in Florida was maybe Monday or Tuesday, I think. And then by the time it would have gotten up to Virginia, mm-hmm. which I mean, it made landfall in what? North or South Carolina. Yeah. And then it started heading up towards where we were. And I mean, Williamsburg is not very far from the Atlantic. Like we went and actually saw the Atlantic right on like our last day there. Yeah. And we went to, we did Williamsburg, Yorktown and Jamestown. What do they call it? The historic triangle. Yeah. Because that's basically just what you should do if you're down there because you're really close to everything. So Yorktown, there's a memorial and Mm -hmm. stuff. The museum is really close there and you can literally look out from the memorial and see the Atlantic. And that probably took us like 30 minutes Mm -hmm. to get there. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. that's, that's, that's that's how close we were. I didn't know we were that close. But dad played it cool the whole time. He's like, oh, it's fine. It all ended up being okay. So we're all good there. So we were in Williamsburg Monday and Tuesday, and then all day Wednesday we spent at Jamestown, which honestly we wouldn't have had to spend the whole day. Like we got done around maybe four o'clock, but yeah. they have like Jamestown settlement, and then they have like the island. They're they're very close, like mm-hmm. you know maybe a couple of miles apart, but going from place to place it just takes a little time to get there. We stop for lunch, that kind of thing. Yeah, and in Jamestown on the island was a church called Memorial Church, which we wanted to talk a little bit about this because of our new podcast picture, which hopefully you guys saw when you came back to the show this week. Keyword, Um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, because we don't know if it actually, everything went to plan there. Um, But hopefully it's up. And anyway, so that is the church behind us and our picture. That is Memorial Church at Jamestown Island. Mm -hmm. It was a place that I had wanted to see for ever since studying about Williamsburg and like just looking at the different itineraries from other people and what they said you had to visit. So I had had in my mind like, okay, that's where I want our next podcast picture to Mm be for many months. And I was really excited. No, it was crazy. I did too. Anyway, (laughs) she talked of very little else. (laughs) So yeah, I was really excited about that. Uh And so we got to see that and it was a beautiful day. It was a little windy when we went, but obviously, I mean, it could have been so much worse, guys. (laughs) We could have had to leave um, because of Hurricane Ian. So we were actually watching it like while we were at the church Mm -hmm. and dad was like, oh, it'll be fine, fine, you know, whatever. And then, like, after it had passed, the next day we actually had some pretty heavy yeah. rain and some wind and stuff. And then after it had passed, he was like, yeah, I was getting a little worried we'd have to, like, boogie yeah. on over, like, Inland further into bit. Virginia and stuff. And we were all, oh, why didn't you tell any of us this? But honestly, I'm glad that he didn't because just regular thunderstorms freak me out. Like, here at home, 
in Ohio. You in know, her we, own home. We in the live, comfort of her home. Yeah, we live in a pretty good yeah, area in do. terms of storms of any kind. <laughs> like, snowstorms aren't super frequent, mm-hmm. and thunderstorms usually don't get too bad. We have occasional tornadoes, and those, you know, just send me through the roof. But, kill her. <laughs> um, yeah, hurricanes are not something that I would at all look forward to. And then we actually have some very, very close friends who live in Florida mm-hmm. and they were like hunkered down in their house. And our friend was sending dad videos like out there screened in porch yeah. and there's like a palm tree in their yard and, you know, water is starting to flood and it was really windy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my goodness. So anyway, <laughs> Uh, but Williamsburg itself was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. The way that they have it set up, they have a lot of people who are actors, more mm-hmm. or less, and they play certain characters of people who would have lived in Williamsburg or who were just played a very significant part in some of the history that took place in Williamsburg. So, for instance, Thomas Jefferson was a character that we got to see, and they give little, like, hour-long presentations Mm -hmm. where they just kind of talk and they just assume the personality of whoever they're portraying. So Mm -hmm. we got to see Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, George Washington, and Marquis de Lafayette. They were all really, really great Mm -hmm. and we really enjoyed it and they stay in character the entire time. Yeah. So basically, if someone would ask them a question about something that happens in the 1800s, they would be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we have no clue about that. That hasn't taken place. Or like someone, for instance, asked James Madison if he would ever consider becoming president and Mm -hmm. he would be like, uh, well, at the time where he was kind of functioning out of was 1780. So at that time, we didn't even have the office of right. the presidency even set up or anything. Yeah. So he was like, hypothetically, <laughs> if we ever set this up and did this and that and this and that and this and that. And he just kind of laid out history, basically. Mm-hmm. But it was just kind of like, hypothetically, you know, because they can't speak specifically to things that would happen outside that time period. Yeah. So that was really cool. And once they got done with their presentation, they would go across the street from the little outdoor theater where you watch them and they would answer any questions that you had and everything. Most Mm -hmm. of them would stay in character for that also, Mm -hmm. which just it was just really, really cool how they did that. And they were just so incredibly informed about Mm -hmm. so many different things. I mean, we listened to Marquis de Lafayette. I am not French, so I can't say his name. Beautifully. Fancy. Um, but we listened to him and he did a really good job on mm-hmm. his presentation and we learned so much. We learned so much from everything, yeah. but we learned a lot from the presentations especially, but he mm-hmm. went across the street and answered questions and stuff. And I was just thinking, I don't know how he has all of this information because he has to memorize all these facts about mm-hmm. the Revolutionary War right. and Marquis de Lafayette's life in general, this guy that's portraying him. And then he also has to learn, like, all of this French history. And he was actually, I forget what year he was kind of functioning out of it. It was whenever he came back to America, which was quite a long time after the Revolutionary War Mm -hmm. actually ended. I want to say, like, 30 Yeah, it was sometime in the 1800s, like the early 1800s. So he was able to talk a little bit about some of the wars and different things that had happened in France. So that was also very educational, just not necessarily just about the Revolutionary War, but Mm -hmm. we got to learn a little bit about just what was going on in the world at that time. But mom and I both agree that James Madison was our absolute favorite. I've never really learned a lot about James Madison. He's Mm. never been someone who I'm like, oh my goodness. He is so interesting and so, like, I just want to dive into everything that he did in Mm. his life and stuff. But now, 
I'm actually going to because (laughs) he just did an incredible job and he spoke mainly about, I didn't really know this, but I guess James Madison was kind of a quiet Mm -hmm. and not exactly personable person so he was very shy and Mm -hmm. wasn't he loved his study and his books let's just say that (laughs) yeah that's what he said so he wasn't big about even getting into politics and stuff that was not at all part of his plan and yet he goes on to write federalist papers Mm -hmm. and goes on to actually be a president and all these different things and he spoke mainly about how the quiet people the people who aren't necessarily interested in doing big things and being upfront and being loud and making a name for themselves in history, how those people can sometimes make the biggest impact Mm -hmm. on the events that are taking place during their lifetime. And so he just conveyed those thoughts really beautifully. And he was a great speaker and was just extremely interesting. We actually got a picture with him afterwards, which I'm really happy about. I did not know that my life was missing something prior to not having a picture with James Madison and Seriously? Marquis de Lafayette. I did she not know. She was so excited was about so the picture excited. of Marquis. Oh my goodness. She, she added so it to her favorites. He's so cute though. He is cute. And yeah. he's short. He was like the same height. height as Lily. Yes. Except for, I guess he wasn't actually, I thought he was actually short in real life. Like even before we saw the guy who portrays him I knew in that he wasn't, but I thought it was cute. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently he was like six foot. Yeah, he was or like something. He was George like the Washington's same height as George Washington. Yeah. George Washington was very tall. So yeah, but James Madison just did a really good job. I mm-hmm. videoed his entire presentation. I thought you did. I told the girls at Bible City yeah. that you did. And yeah, one yeah. of the girls got a really good great kick out of that so i videoed his entire presentation and literally my lock screen is now a quote from his presentation because it was just oh my goodness it was incredible and i really really loved listening to him Mm -hmm. and they had this really cool theater outside Mm -hmm. and i mean luckily we had good weather yeah i'm pretty sure they would have canceled the presentations if it hadn't been good weather but luckily it was warm and it was sunny and they yeah. had some shady spots where you could sit under the trees mm. and stuff. But Thomas Jefferson was also extremely interesting. Yes. He was the first person that we saw. Mm. And I don't know. It was just really great. Something that I was personally a little bit worried about was that possibly mm. yeah. it could be kind of woke. Right. And that they would make comments about racism mm. or slavery back in that time period and that kind of thing. And obviously those things were brought up, but they were handled unbelievably well. Someone asked Thomas Jefferson how he reconciled mm-hmm. owning slaves and yet presenting an article in the Constitution that would completely outlaw slavery, right. which was uh, at one point vetoed out of the Constitution, mm-hmm. taken out, and why it's not actually in the Constitution now. But I think that he handled that unbelievably well. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, on the edge of my seat, like, please don't. Don't ruin this. (laughs) Don't say something stupid. Mm Because obviously, I want to make this clear. None of us think that slavery was good. Right. Here at The Few, none of us think slavery was good. It wasn't. However, I do believe that we assign Mm -hmm. so much attention to it, and we have kind of warped uh, the founding fathers specifically for what they yeah. did to ban slavery. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of people look at Thomas Jefferson and they're like, oh my goodness, he owned hundreds of slaves and owned this big plantation and mm-hmm. they all worked for him and stuff. And, oh, he was just a horrible person. But he was actually one of the very first people mm-hmm. to propose 
the outlaw of slavery completely yeah. across right. the United States mm-hmm. and made a big difference in terms of just banning the importation of mm-hmm. slaves and different things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's something that we have all kind of yeah. warped and we've taken Thomas Jefferson way mm-hmm. out of context when it comes to him owning slaves, but then proposing something like that. Like, right. oh, well, did you expect to be exempt from that or mm-hmm. whatever? And that's kind of what the person was asking him. Yeah. So I was a little bit worried, but yeah. he did a really good job no, of addressing that. He definitely knew his history and correctly explained it, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So one of the, I was worried about that too, that we would get there and it would be like, oh, you know, we all have to just be, I don't even know, woke and Completely just ashamed adjusted. of our yeah, history. Kind right. Of. And so luckily it was not like that. I think that it's because Williamsburg is a 501c3 organization. Mm-hmm. And so they're not receiving government money and they're not receiving this stuff. It's funded by donations, by the people who go there. So you pay for your ticket to get in, obviously. And mm-hmm. that's the money that goes to paying these folks to do the presentations, to take care of the grounds, all those things. And so that's just really cool to me because... yeah. I don't know. I feel like we have so much today that is government funded. And so if you are government funded, like you have to say what the government tells you, you can say and, Mm -hmm. you know, what they say you can't, you can't do and all this different stuff. And so I was worried about that, but they handled everything extremely well. And if we know our history a little bit, I believe it was Thomas Jefferson's life and his view on slavery that ultimately greatly impacted Abraham Lincoln's mindset about slavery and Mm -hmm. abolishing it. And look at what happened there. So there's just so much in history that we don't know because we think that we have to have this woke view on it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that happened with BLM and a lot of that just, you know, our brains have been like hardwired almost to think in this way that we can't talk about slavery. We can't talk about the true history and what happened, good or bad. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that there weren't some bad things that happened or that we couldn't have handled it a little better. But when you think about our founding fathers and that Thomas Jefferson would even think about abolishing or outlawing slavery in America, that's insane. Yeah, that would have been one of the most radical proposals. Yeah. Even breaking free from Great Britain obviously was crazy and something that no one thought could be done. But proposing the outlaw of slavery would have been absolutely crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I do think that Williamsburg, Colonial Williamsburg Foundation is what it's called. I think the foundation does a really good job of presenting history Mm -hmm. as it was. And obviously, there are some things in our history that were ugly and that we may not want to admit Mm -hmm. happened. And slavery is one of those. We're not proud of that history. It's not like we're proud of the people who owned Mm -hmm. slaves necessarily, but I am proud of the founding fathers who moved towards outlawing that and um, as much as they possibly could. yeah, Yeah. Treating black people with the exact same equality that they were proposing for white men. Mm -hmm. So I think that that was something that I was really happy to see at Williamsburg because just beforehand, I was just so nervous and Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I don't want this to be something where you look back on it and you're just like, disappointed. Seriously, they had to go there. They actually had one presentation, which unfortunately we weren't able to go see, about someone who had a radical conversion to Mm -hmm. Christianity and then started to kind of grapple with whether it was right to own slaves or not. They had a whole entire, like, play Mm -hmm. about it. And so that was – it was just really cool to see how 
they incorporated all of the things that the founding fathers would have believed in Christianity. We actually heard someone portray a pastor Mm -hmm. in the 1700s who was seeking religious freedom at that time from Great Britain. This was obviously before we had kind of broken away and stuff. So I was just really happy to see they even incorporated a lot of different Christianity Mm -hmm. aspects to it. You know, lots of the founding fathers referred to the laws of nature and of nature's God, which I have talked about on the podcast before and is something that I'm very interested in, and uh, also just the divine providence Mm -hmm. surrounding the Revolutionary War, which, you know, we can't talk about enough. So that was just really cool to see how they presented history as it was, not as we wanted it to be or as we think it should have been, Mm -hmm. but as it was. So someone on Instagram, actually, one of our friends asked us if we went in any of the buildings at Williamsburg and that kind of thing. We did go into quite a few of the different shops and buildings. There is Mm -hmm. a building called the Governor's Palace that we went through, and that was just basically a really big mansion. And It was beautiful, uh, though. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Just a really cool illustration of what the posh people Mm -hmm. would have (laughs) been like and where they would have lived lived in the 1700s and stuff. So that was really cool to walk through that. They had a really pretty garden out back too. Yes. We went to um, Bruton Parish Church and that was probably one of the highlights of the trip. Yeah, it was incredible. So on Thursday night, they actually had an organ recital. Mm-hmm. And if if you know us, uh, us yes. girls, not the boys, but <laughs> us girls, we absolutely love all kinds of classical music yeah. and orchestras and <laughs> musicals and all kinds of things like that. So that was really cool. It was a very old church. Patrick Henry went there. Uh, <laughs> George Mason went there. Yeah. Lots of you probably don't know who George Mason is because I didn't know who he was before we went to Williamsburg, but he was very influential in uh, writing the Virginia Bill of Rights Yeah, and was one of the few people who would not sign the Constitution mm-hmm. because it did not have a specific Bill of Rights. So right. that's kind of some cool history there, but mm-hmm. I will not go into all that because we're going kind of <laughs> long. So we went into the Bruton Parish Church and they've got all of like the straight back pews oh that you goodness. would like buy to have and your if name you know on me, it. That is, yeah. Yeah. They had like beautiful. stone floors and then this beautiful organ and they had balconies. Yeah. And really, it's a pretty small church. It's uh-huh. just one room. Yeah. And, but it was gorgeous. And, and they, they have services there every Sunday. Uh-huh. And then they do these recitals each mm-hmm. week. Different people come in and play their organ and stuff. And yeah. that was just really, yeah, it was definitely a cool time. And the first one we went to, we actually ended up going to yeah. two. Um, but the first one was like an organ hymn sing along deal. Yeah, so we got to sing hymns. hymns. Oh my goodness. Oh wow. It was, beautiful yeah like seriously gorgeous and it was at nighttime they had yes it was a candlelight yes organ hymn recital yeah Yeah, it was really cool Mm -hmm. if you're ever in williamsburg on thursday nights they do that and you should totally go because it was definitely Mm -hmm. it was definitely something that we made a priority while we were there because we had heard good things about it and we were just kind of like oh that'd be yeah cool to go and see and obviously since we like that kind of thing right us girls like that kind of thing the boys ended up liking it no they pretty well but yeah They probably wouldn't admit that to anyone, but... (laughs) It was from 8 to 9, so, yeah, it was dark and just, it was beautiful, you know, they have little candles everywhere, and it was just a really cool time. So, we got to go to that one, and then on, what was it, Saturday night, 
mm-hmm. wasn't it? Saturday yeah. night, we got to go to another one and that was just a organ recital. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't any singing, but it was still just as beautiful. And But the lady who did that one, she did all yes. English compositions. <laughs> so Maddie loved it. So I was like, oh. <laughs> But we, one thing I did want to mention was we did vlog everything. Again, guys, we are trying to figure out how that works into our schedule because right now we are pretty swamped with Mm -hmm. school and in-person ministry. We're still trying to really prioritize because that's always been our heartbeat is our in-person Bible studies. And so we're trying to make that a priority Mm -hmm. with our girls. And obviously you have personal life stuff, which a lot of our personal life stuff is just ministry stuff. But anyway, um, so we have that. And then we have the blog on Thursdays where we Mm -hmm. publish new blog posts, which obviously that takes a lot of time to write and then publish and all those things. And then we have a podcast episode coming out every Monday. And then we have Instagram and all of that stuff that we're trying to keep up on. So it's a lot right now. But one thing that Maddie and I do have in our minds is possibly starting a YouTube channel, which I know we've mentioned on the blog before. We had a Rumble channel. We still have that up with a few of our speaking engagements that we filmed, so you can definitely go Mm -hmm. check that out if you want to. But as far as like vlogging and stuff, we've definitely been vlogging some of our cool things like Williamsburg and things like that. And I think that I definitely do want to make either one or two vlogs. I'm not sure how much footage we got. We got quite a bit, actually. We vlogged the whole time and tried to be intentional about it Mm -hmm. just so that we could look back on it everything, but also to share it with you guys. So I'm not really sure how we'll end up sharing that with you. If it'll just be maybe clips and reels that we pull off of the camera or that kind Mm -hmm. of thing on Instagram, but just stay tuned for that because that is something that we want to get into in the near future. Um, We've always wanted to do YouTube and that kind of thing and just show you guys more of our like everyday lifestyle type stuff, Um, how we do the blog, how we do the podcast, just normal life stuff. Mm -hmm. So we'll see if that is coming soon. But we have a lot of different things. Our ministry center vlogs, our renovation vlogs. Mm-hmm. Those are oh coming my. for sure. We have Long so many clips coming. from that. So anyway, we have so much. But editing yeah. is obviously takes so much time and effort to and do. And it's so much fun. <laughs> and it's so much fun. No, it is. We love doing it, but it just, it takes time. Mm-hmm. And with me in college, starting college, and Maddie's doing college classes and homeschool stuff, and we just got so much going. So hopefully that will be coming soon, but just know we did vlog that kind of stuff, and we do want to share that with you. We just yeah. don't know when yet. So anyway, that's all the time we have for today, guys. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. It wasn't one of our typical episodes yeah. where we go through a topic or anything, but we really enjoyed sharing about William if you have any kind of questions or topics or anything, any comments you want to make or ideas, you can always email us. We have our email in the description of every podcast episode Mm -hmm. and feel free to email us any of that kind of stuff. We want to hear from you guys. This is definitely a community type podcast. This is not just something that Maddie and I want to do every Monday alone and then give you our thoughts and not hear any feedback from you or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. feel free to email us, even if you think it's like a dumb question or something that you wanted to know from our Williamsburg trip or something like that that we didn't mention. We're totally willing to mention that in the next episode. Lord knows we did not get to to talk about everything we did in Williamsburg. We did. If y'all want a part two, 
Yeah. Let we us can know. do a part two if we you can. want. So let us know. And then the very last thing I wanted to chat with you guys about was our Instagram. Mm-hmm. We have been sharing a lot of our memories and pictures and all that good stuff that we got in Williamsburg and other places. Obviously, you just get to yeah. do kind of daily life with us over there. So if you aren't following us on Instagram, our username is the few.blog. Go look us up there link in description as well. We would love to see you there and connect with you. We have You'll get pictures, see reels, all lots of cute pictures of our dog. Yes. When she lets us. <laughs> I tell her all the time. I, I literally tell the dog. I'm like, we could make money. Yeah, she does because of you. Her. If you did not hate the camera so much, <laughs> she looks away every time we put the camera in her face. But anyways, so we have a lot of cute things over there, and uh, we're always on Instagram stories. Almost every day, we're posting mm-hmm. different quotes and just different things, like us recording today or whatever. So be sure to check that out, and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye, guys. <laughs>